Hey, hey, hey. What's up, everybody? Woke up. Welcome, woke up. That's like the diff. Me making. I just made a new word on called welcome and wake up at the same time. Welcome. And yes, you are on the air with another episode of A Power with Pops coming to you from my beautiful home this week in Gainesville, Florida. Thank you to my wonderful and amazing partner and friend, Kristen. I hope everyone's doing well. Uh, you guys have caught me watching. I got, uh, I picked up a, a, another cable app for my TV this week and it's actually working well. And one of my favorite shows is on there. It is the, uh, <clears throat> it is the 80s TV series Miami Vice. And uh, today we are going to be watching an episode of Miami Vice together. And this one is uh, season one, episode 12. It's one of my favorite ones. It's called Nobody Lives Forever. It's about three badass teenagers in a, it looks like a Plymouth Fury 65. Crazy dude with the shotgun, you know, causes accident. Guy just runs over plastic pink flamingos and crashes into the bay. In a Chevy C10. And, of course, you hear the... All infamous George Thorogood in the background, the uh, <clears throat> snakeskin boot wearing bad blues man. I guess they're like tripping right now. They're looking at the sky with uh, binoculars. These clouds look like skies. Oh, there's something. I just missed what it said on the side of the car. It says death equals something. They're vagrants. They're vagrants. They're bad. They're punk rockers. They've got punk rock haircuts and crazy faces and wearing panties on their heads and stuff. You know what crazy 80s kids did. These guys is making book or something. Daisy. Come here. D. Lay down. Lay down. Sorry guys, I couldn't handle her tip tapping around. Lay down. Oh, see, these kids just come sh shooting up with guns and stuff. Oh, they're shooting up a defenseless food truck, man. They sell shish kebabs, hot dogs, hamburgers, and... Oh, it says death, the ultimate... Ooh, death, the ultimate high. I see. And the food vendor is like, what the hell just happened? And of course, here's the all-infamous introduction to the show. Have I done a Miami Vice podcast before? I don't know if I have. I've always wanted to. I really have. I think I might have. I think I've talked about the uh, the guy who wrote the song. I forget what his name is. He might be an... Is it, I don't know if he's an American... An American uh, musician or European. The guy who wrote... The guy who wrote the... Who wrote uh, 
Who wrote Miami Vice theme? Theme song. <clears throat> uh, his name is Jan. Oh, it's Jan Hama. Where is John Hama from? John Hama is... Okay, no, that's not any interesting... Oh, Wikipedia, what's up? John Hama is composed, even just a musical. Uh, it was first presented as part of the television broadcast of the show in September 1984, was released as a single in 1985, and peaked at the number one spot on the Billboard Hot 100. The Miami Vice theme song from the show topped at number one on the Billboard Hot 100. It was the last instrumental to top the Hot 100 until 2013 with Harlem Shake. It also peaked at number five in the UK and number four in Canada. Uh, wow. This guy really rocked it out. Synth pop electro was the genre. He had Miami Vice theme and then he has a... Oh, he did a Crockett's theme in 1987. I've never... must probably have to go to season number one, two, three to figure out which one is his... Uh, um, like what his thing is. So, but, No, that's interesting. I had no idea. <clears throat> John Hama. They're both sitting in a. I don't know what year this car is supposed to be. The the, the Ferrari Daytona that he's driving. That kind of looks like a Corvette. And he's talking on a cell phone in a car. His cell phone in a car in 1986, mind you. Radiation. Lust with potential. What? This one was actually directed by Don Johnson. These jackets are like uh, the clothes, man. The pants are so huge. But most people say that my pants are too tight, so. Can we meet somewhere in the middle? <laughs> Can I have tight loose pants? Or loose tight pants? I don't know if you know much about the Miami Vice story, but Crockett and Tubbs became friends because uh, Tubbs lost a partner in New York City. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it by now, but you can go along with these and watch these. You can, how about this, you start watching, get up to 
this one here and watch from this here on episode with me every week. I'll probably do an episode a week or something of the Miami Vice show, so. Uh, it was one of my favorite shows growing up. It was, I always watched it before I went out on Friday nights. And uh, I could never afford the clothes. I think what, what caught my interest and I think what caught most young Americans' interest in the 80s was the idea of <clears throat> having money, being wealthy. Uh, I mean, we all had posters on our cars. Or posters on our cars. Wow, Jason. <laughs> we had posters of cars on our walls in our rooms, you know, like the Lamborghini Countach or a Porsche 911 or, or a hot girl bathing at soapy suds. Like, there's just obscene posters that they used to make for teenagers back in the 80s. And everything was hypersexual, too. Hyper, hypersexual. But in a, in a way where it was held back. It's kind of hard to explain. It was like in your face, but it wasn't. But it was. And these houses in this show are amazing too. Like just the, their idea of like the modern um, apartments or modern builds of the 80s. Lots of carpet. Yuck. Carpet is gross. She got up, did a bump, and now she's working out. That's how they do it in Miami. <laughs> Jokes. Maybe in the 80s. <laughs> Could you imagine? That's a water. She's walking out in a shirt, and she don't even have a bra on. They purposely didn't have bras on back in the 80s. Oh, there we go again. There's the. So I gotta turn the music down because I'm not sure if, if that's what legal legality I have with playing my show and what is can be heard and, or how much of it. You know, it's like, it's like oh, it's the bad boys again. That's it. And they're stealing the crappiest freaking car in the parking lot. It's uh, what is it? That eighty. It's like an eighty-four Cadillac. Let me see. I'll tell you in a second. Yeah, it's like a crap. Yeah, it's a Cadillac. Two door white with the chrome around the windows and the fake vinyl rooftop or leather rooftop. So gross. Dude, the suits. Tubbs is wearing this bad gray suit, gray shirt with this. Uh, the tie is like very geometric squares, triangles of, di of gray and white together. Or even pink in there. It looks like pink and gray, actually. Pink was really big <clears throat> in the in the 80s. Would they mixed it a lot with gray, and they we had flowered print uh, ties that went with you know a solid color shirt and maybe a textured jacket of some sort with the football shoulder pads. Most of it was expensive stuff though. Those were like the rich kids, rich kids clothes. That was like pretty in pink clothes, you know, <laughs> like the rich kid Blaine. Sarasota, or at least most of the kids I knew, we shopped at thrift stores and found old vintage 50s stuff. Oh, excuse me, could you guys not sneeze in the back of my neck? You ever notice animals just spit on you without even 
Like it's no big deal. This thing with Brenda. That's Barry. He's wanting attention right now. He gets jealous real quick and easy. Bear. Bear. Hey. Uh oh. The mob's bad. Dude, yellow jacket. Tubbs is dancing on the street, like in front of what's it called? Tommy's Deck Bar. It's like the only building on the street that looks like it's been painted and has like fresh neon on it. Well, I think Miami Vice. I don't know if you know the history. Like they had a big part in building up the Miami scene again because it had kind of really dilapidated and fallen apart during the. The 80s, like the early 80s recessions with the old uh, actor, Ronnie Boy, and his trickle down stuff. <laughs> if you hear me crunching, I'm eating something. Oh, the crazy kids. That was they. Those were the those guys. See, when this series started out, these guys had like short, pretty cleaned up looking hair. Their suits were tailored a little bit more, but like fashionable for that time. I have it turned down right now because I have the the setup where it's just you get the you both you pay, but you still get commercials. So. It's kind of like having regular TV, so I change it up. And my dog is trying to eat my burrito, but I don't think so. Burrito, cheese, and bean. That's my commercial for lunch. I'm gonna send it to you. It's about me drinking water, having a protein shake, and eating a bean and cheese burrito, too. You know, I did it. Is that Charlie Sheen? You know, he's got tiger blood. You know that, right? You know what you do if you got tiger blood? It's amazing. When you do tiger blood stuff. And like a joke, I get it. You guys 
fart because we eat ice cream. Dude, these commercials are like, they are taking my age group and just making me old as shit. Uh, back on to the show. The cats are on a wild rampage right now, so if you hear cats, weird noises, those are that, those are those that you hear. What? Damn. Would you please? It really is like babysitting kids. Like Daisy is so so strong-willed. She's Chihuahua Beagle and Dosh Hound. So she's just like once she has her mind set on it. So if you have food in your hand, she's gonna be right up in your doo-doo. You know, like right up in your grill. So I have to put her up. So it's like a kid, you know. It's like go to your room. Benny's good. He just sits there until he gets something. Patience, right, Ben? Yup, better give me some. I'm saying my name. <clears throat> Infamous pool scene with the budgie smugglers on with Mr. Doc Johnson. This guy has shirt off all the time and had a total 80s bod. 80s bods were like, uh, like muscular, but not muscular. Coke muscular. Hey, Coke muscular. It's, it's bad 80s joke. Wow. Gina's the uh, officer in the office. She's undercover. Of course, they've had loads back and forth. Of course, you know, Dawn is getting involved with somebody because of the case. And What? I can't remember the last time I was really on the job. 
Crockett's smoking a cigarette in the in the in the. They're sitting on the uh, steps of the nice um, pool, and he's smoking a cigarette, non-filter. One of the best characters on Miami Vice. You guys are thrown in the side of free enterprise. There's nothing free about your enterprise, is he? Except for this Izzy. Gonna do for us. Hey, man. Izzy's probably one of the best character actors I think I've ever seen. And how he ended up on a TV, just a TV show, maybe had to have been by choice, but I have to tell you his name, the real actor's name. He, oh, Jason Kogar. Let's see, Izzy from my device. Hey, you got it, huh? We're shooting blanks. We can't track these kids. Martin Ferrero. Martin Ferrero was in some good movies, folks. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he's been. Day, shush, please. Uh, The Incredible Shrinking Woman. It's been in movies since 1981. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Modern Girls. Band of the Hand. Which was good. I like Band of the Hand if you've never seen it. Hardware Clerk. Uh, Band of the Hand came out in 1986. It was like an offshoot of Miami Vice. It was like pre-21 Jump Street. Like, much harder. Dude, he's done so much at 2000, all the way up to 2001. And uh, still doing 2011 TV stuff. Wow. And there's sometimes bad music. This is like probably one of the worst songs on, on, that I've heard on Miami Vice, actually. But it's like the, still the first season. Still figuring out the music stuff, you know? But it's... <clears throat> the music, I mean, it should have been just played Jimmy Buffett, Jesus, it was 80s, they're on a fucking, what at the time probably could have been a $2 million sailboat, like it's a big set for two people, yeah, $2 million sailboat, easily, they're just sailing around, hanging, hanging in the bay, sitting on night drinking whiskey, she's got her fancy 80s, super big baggy pants on. You guys heard Barry back out there? Yeah. Oldest cigarette joke ever. I gotta give these damn things up one of these days. Everyone said that. <laughs> so what's your weekend like, guys? You guys uh, stay busy, have a good time with your family, hang out with some friends, pass the time wisely or pass the time funly or were you lazy did you 
have fun being lazy? Were you sad that you were lazy? You know what? Here's something I'm learning. And it's taken me forever, and I'm still learning every day. A lazy day doing nothing isn't can't, shouldn't be looked at as doing something bad. You're enjoying you. You're enjoying yourself, your moment, your being in the moment. should be thankful for that because, you know, a lot of people don't take the time for that. And it's very important to be very self, uh, self-knowledgeable self and full of, not full of self, but to, to know your boundaries and be able to know your intricacies and your and your 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 goods and your bads your pros and your cons and uh, always trying to improve them as much as possible without being annoying to the uh your partner <laughs> but you know i'm learning man things are going great here things are coming close i'm, I'm trying to talk to people and doing some work with me on a with my life thing, I'm trying to get a producer guy who wants to work with cameras, done this camera stuff before, wants to get back into it. So things are working. I'm happy. My good friend Jason Hedges got married this past weekend. Congratulations to Sarah and Jason. You guys are amazing. Y'all came in a helicopter that freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> Excuse my French. I hope you like the Instagram cake video. I thought I just had to do that for some reason. They just the urge hit me. It was a beautiful cake though. Oh my gosh, it was like I couldn't. I can't. I can't remember. I have to look at the picture to see how many tears it was. But it was very nice. It was. It was one of the most like. It's hard to say. It looked delicious, right? And you could tell it wasn't going to be like super heavily sweet or something. You could just tell it wasn't going to be like a crazy heavy, like. A wedding cake, you know. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't have any because I've been trying to behave with the sugars and doing that stuff and trying to eat a lot healthier. Um, so I hope you guys are doing good, man. I really hope things are going well for you. Oh, we're back to the bad kids. They're in a diner now. Uh oh, Izzy. Whoa. Guys carrying a shotgun in there. They didn't seem to carry their shotgun in the restaurant for real. He's not wearing a jacket. He does have a snake tattoo on his arm. He's such a weird. Such a weird oddity of uh, people, though. These are crazy.
Bear's trying to eat my burrito too. Even my cat's trying to eat my stuff. Oh, excuse me. Oh my goodness, so much. Wow, I've never done that before. Sorry. <laughs> Shotgun blast. Booyah. Well, he shot up two bad guys, two criminals. Got ketchup on Izzy. They actually paid for their meal. And. Win-win for the cops. Two bad guys go. The place? No, that's yeah. None of none of none of that's good. I don't think. <laughs> Don Johnson. They like seriously. Oh no! The, the amount of time the show they go through so many outfits. Like you think it's a day, but it's uh, you, you like ten outfits in a day. Smell like a French fry. He's got ketchup on him, Don. A little on the nose, isn't it? Why are you lying? You can't kill them, man. They're already dead. You can't kill them, man. They're already dead. Oh, that's a bummer. It's a big bummer. So what did you guys do this weekend? Did you go to the beach? With your better half? Did you go out to dinner with some friends? Did you? What did you do? I didn't do much this week. Went to the wedding. Just spent more time at home. <laughs> did some cleaning. Of course, you do weekly cleaning, practically. Now, when you own a house, Owning a big house is a lot of work. If you guys don't have a big house, it's pretty smart. If you're only two people and you're not having kids and you're having some animals, I'd say maybe two bedroom, one bath is big enough. Two bedroom, two bath would be nice. But a three bedroom, two bath, 1,400 square foot house is even too big for three people. Like a two bedroom, two bath would be perfect. But, uh, it's just a lot of work. It's crazy. A lot of stuff, you're vested in a lot of things. You know, things break every, you know, so on. We had new air conditioners put in, but we've had to replace certain little things on it multiple times just to fix voltage regulators or shortage thing. You know, it's like 500 here, 1,000 there. There's always something, you know. I mean, we did painting eight years ago in the house and cleaning, and we have to do it again. Got trees to get rid of, you know? It's like, who are we keeping this building up for? <laughs> Tubbs come cru cruising in. Tubbs is carved choice in the show. The one he seemed to always drive was, a, I think it was a 64, 65 Cadillac convertible with the short fins on it, which is probably, I think, one of my favorites. I almost had one of those cars.
as big as Harvey Dent Tennis, but you got a lot of new buildings and restorations. And Tubbs, actually, was a vegan and vegetarian, and all he ate was fruit and vegetables. I don't know why. I know that fact. Hey, would you please? Do, do, do you really think you're going to you wanna eat my food? This is another one of those shows where it shows you that, you know, undercover cops can't have relationships. They can't they can't be do this stuff. They don't do things like this. It's because uh, like last last episode was the same with uh, with uh, Tubbs. He you know, you get in with women you realize you can't do it. It just doesn't never works out. Only bad things can happen if you're an undercover cop and the 1980s and you get involved with a woman and fall in love which is I don't know why but they got bad luck it's like the Star Trek it's like they're always dating guys the Star Trek people in red shirts <laughs> I wonder why.
explosive instance these kids hit anyone. Three days. I think it's worth talking to Moreno's bozo friend. Working on a new design for a shirt, new shirt. If I can, I'm going to start saving up money so I can get shirts made. And buttons again. Still haven't gotten buttons yet, but I've been looking for a button maker. People have button makers, but they don't really let them out. And I guess I understand because they're not cheap, man. It's crazy how expensive button makers are. Uh-huh, something's going on. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Another different suit. <laughs> God, these guys wear so many different suits. Must have been so hot, though, back then. You know, like wearing suits the whole day. Uh, got my bike back from the uh, bike place. Got it all tuned up and ready to go. Got the seat adjusted. Getting ready to rock and roll on this thing. Haul some boutois. Got to go into work tonight. Looking forward to that. It's Monday night. We'll see. Probably make some money. I can see it's making some bucks. But, uh, man, what are you all going to be doing this week? You got any plans this week? Just working, chilling out, doing the stuff, doing what you got to do to get through it. We've been playing the lottery every week. My mother-in-law buys four tickets or four quick picks on Saturday and Wednesday, and I do too. So, uh, I'm going to try to, you know, pay in the poor man taxes and try to retire at a younger age. Wink. That's hilarious. Another cigarette. That's how many cigarettes he's like. I think in this show alone. Nine, see, see, just like when? 1990. I think this came out in 1984, so this is six years. She's playing those love games, see? She's finding out. She's digging. She's found out what Tubbs was saying was right. What are you getting at? Who are our friends? Are there married couples? Are there cops? Who, who do we see? How do I know? I don't like your game. Wait, hang on, Sonny, where are you going? I don't like your game. He just gets up cold, boy. Whew. That's cold. Way to go, Crickets. Oh, man, you cannot walk up on someone without asking if they're a cop. He missed something. What time is it? Morning. Morning. What are you 
Tubbs is all beat up. What's the big deal? He wasn't there for his partner. That's the big deal. He let him down. The biggest sin for the bulls in blue. See, man, you can't do that stuff. You gotta be there. You gotta be there. Right, Ben? Get a get a back to your partner up. One hundred Are you still there? What's going on? Sorry about that. Had to go grab my stuff out of the kitchen real quick. And my cat had to follow me. Uh-oh, here comes where the shit goes down. Go halfway to California by now. You're missing the point. Those punks are not running from anybody. This is the crescendo of the show. We're getting towards the end here. We can write our own ticket. We shut him down for a couple of days and use one of his trucks to bait the trap. Yep, bait the trap. We'll start this afternoon. Tubbs, you work it out. That's why I take Zito. Crockett, I have some paperwork for you this afternoon.
Oh shoot, I don't know if we have a... I'm going to turn this down here so we don't get sued. That is, uh, I think, Peter Gabriel, maybe? Off the page. Now Don's on a big scare boat. Boat scenes, love scenes. This is a what they would call an 80s montage. Oh my gosh, all the good times we've shared in this one episode. And now I gotta sit on a boat and float around and smoke a cigarette. Like a wealthy southern boy. <laughs> that poor blonde hair, blue eyed boy. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, it's definitely Peter Gabriel. I only left, I don't know how much was on there, but please just know that it's out of much respect and love that if it is on there for the period to sh share it with people, because a lot of people don't, that I know don't know anything by Peter Gabriel, so. He's in trouble. He knows he fucked up. He knows he fucked up. How I actually used to... little funny side note about the boats in Miami Vice. I used to know um, a young woman uh, when I was a teenager whose father worked at the... Well, I can't even, well, at the Wellcraft um, manufacturing plant. And I think it was in, like, been between Sarasota and Brainton near the airport. And uh, they used to take us out on the boats. And I actually got to go out, I think, one time on one of the boats that he was selling, Don Johnson. It was one of the last boats, I think. He was towards probably the late 80s. But, uh, yeah, it was crazy. It was, uh, he liked them boats. He liked cars, too. They're talking. They're going to talk it out. They're closing it off. It's over. You're a very special person. Oh, there it is. Oh, there that is. But. See, boy always wants to know that he's heads up for hand, right? Never. It was a wonderful fantasy.
Rational Crockett. The last kiss. I'm gonna miss you too. Is this gonna die? Bye. I don't wanna say goodbye, but goodbye. So sad. Oh shit. These guys, I don't know what these guys are on. They don't ever show them smoking anything or like doing <laughs> or smoking meth or doing coke or nothing crazy or nothing. It's weird. They're just like freaked. They're jacked out. Jacked the fuck out. Insane. It's hilarious. It's like, why are you guys so wild up? Gina, get that 38 and get the people out of here. I've got my nine millimeter ready to go bang bang. We're gonna catch the bad guys. We're not so insane. We're gonna meet the good people right out of the way. Just in case some bad bullets seem to go too astray. I didn't write that, that just came out. Sorry. Is that weird? Yep, shish kebabs, euros, hot dogs, hamburgers, and frontra fraws. They snuck up from behind in the dirt. Oh, they climbed over the wall. You know, the shotgun's like, I wanna, I wanna blow stuff up so bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cars chasing tubs. <laughs> it's a big Cadillac. He should be able to outrun it, especially with all those trees. It's so funny. 
Hence the name of the show. Nobody lives forever. That's not what he didn't say that last part. That was that was acting. It was no, it wasn't. And now they're looking like what a waste of what a waste of perfectly good young man right there. I just don't understand how he got into a life of crime and sort of ripping off bookies and just blowing up people and stuff. I don't know why. Why he wears that horribly bad executive producer, Michael Mann. There it is, folks. That was the first of many episodes of us together, hopefully enjoying Miami Vice. Uh, again, glad to see you all are doing okay, and I hope everything's fine. Positive vibes. As positive as they can be, and try to have the best day that you can have. You only get, you never know how many you get, so enjoy the one you got. You guys have a good day. Uh, from here in a powwow pops to all of you, I love you and appreciate you all. Take care. Peace out. And watch Miami Vice on Hulu. It's hilarious. Hilariously, insanely, amazingly funny, great, and everything all at once. Bye.